Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Well, I want to firstly wish all of you, whatever you're celebrating, a very happy one. So if you've come through Hanukkah and I missed you, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, um, soon to be happy New Year and happy Chinese New Year. And anything else you happen to be celebrating, um, Lord knows we could use some celebrating, no? I have to tell you how I've been celebrating lately. When I can remember, because for we people living on the East Coast, for all of us at 2 p.m. Eastern time and count backwards across the rest of the nation, on Fridays, whenever I am not up to my neck, especially on a Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock Eastern time, it's a busy time around here, I try to clear the decks to make time to go online and partake of a weekly informal concert that's as good as anything you're going to buy a ticket to and go somewhere to see. And that's being performed by Derek Warfield and the Young Wolf Tones. And I've turned quite a number of my friends and fans on to tuning in. One of those being Jim Dwyer, who lives in New Jersey and has just risen to the elected role of president of SCAL USA, um, part of SCAL International. And if you don't know what that is, go to S-K-A-L, like what people in Scandinavia say when they hold up a pint, SCAL. Um, go to SCAL.org or SCALUSA.org. The first one being Scal International, headquartered in Spain. The second being the website for the USA Clubs of Scal, an organization of leaders in the travel industry. And uh, if you see yourself as a leader in the travel industry, you should go online and click on membership and do what you can to become a member. And if you need any answers, questions, or questions answered, um, get in touch with me. And I will be very happy to um, answer your questions, put you in touch with the right people. There's probably in the U.S. a chapter somewhere near you. And um, it's a wonderful, wonderful organization that I highly recommend. So um, Jim started watching Derek and the Young Wolf Tones on Friday afternoons. Uh, it's 7 p.m. Irish time, so if you're listening, hi all y'all in Singapore. I mean, when I saw there were people listening in Singapore to our podcast, that really set my heart to singing, especially because I find Singapore a beautiful, clean, and very difficult place for me to feel comfortable because of the restrictions on life in Singapore. That if you break, you can find yourself caned as punishment. But it's I'm glad to have you aboard. And Derek and his group, in normal years, tour all over the world on the craziest itinerary you've ever seen in your life that will take them traveling, not in necessarily a progressive order. They go places by who wants to see them when. So their itinerary could look like something like Dublin, Manchester, England, New York, California, Edinburgh. Scotland, Melbourne or Sydney or both Australia, <laughs> uh, Tampa, Florida, Chicago. I mean, he zigzags around the globe, the ultimate traveler, but not so much this year. <laughs> and so um, they've taken to doing these uh, wonderful, entertaining um, programs. And we were having lunch the other day. Um, last Friday, actually, and uh, I brought my laptop to our dining table and tuned in because it was after 7 p.m. in Ireland, and they were performing, and so they were our table-side entertainment while we had our lunch. It was just grand. I highly recommend it, and they've got a place you can click and buy them a pint. They also have a place you can click and um, purchase their um, CDs, which are excellent. 
and I have some in my studio, some in my home office, some in the car. So wherever we travel, when we need a dose of Derek Warfield and the Young Wolf Tones, they are there to keep us company. And it's something that will enhance your life, I promise you. And Lord knows we could all use a little enhancing right now, no? So I'm going to take you off to visit with Derek Warfield on his farm in County Kildare, Ireland. Kildare being so close to County Dublin and Dublin Airport, by the way, that I often stay in places like the K-Club in Kildare, and it's 40 minutes to get from there, half an hour, uh, to get from there to Dublin Airport. And we're going to do all that right after this. Gather up your friends nationally and internationally at a convenient time and date for a live meetup online with Stephanie Abrams for a book chat for your book club or friends and family about her page-turner novel, Rumors. Stephanie will join you to answer questions and question answers. Contact Stephanie at rumorsmeetup at aol.com and visit sabrams.net for details. That's rumorsmeetup at aol.com and sabrams.net to plan your book chat date with Stephanie. On the line with me, live from County Kildare in Ireland, is Derek Warfield, the visionary head and founder of well, both the Young Wolf Tones in the late 1960s and uh, the Wolf Tones in the late 1960s and the Young Wolf Tones um, just about the turn of this century. Welcome aboard again, Derek. I miss you. Well, uh, Stephanie, thanks very much for asking me to be part of your show. It's great to hear your articulate and uh, great spirit in your speech. Uh, and I'm delighted to join all your friends and supporters across America, all you travelers. Um, and, of course, I hear, listen to you um, explaining about how the travel industry and also the entertainment industry has probably been the two uh, parts of our uh, lives that have been totally changed over 2020 and uh, it's been for for us um uh, something of a uh, something of a, a slowdown in in terms of our uh, plans and uh, the things that we had planned for this year but it's also given us an opportunity to um to do all the things that we've no time to do and um, by, because travel takes up a lot of time, so we're, we've been locked down here in Ireland uh, since uh, last uh, the end of last March, when we I came back back from America, and it's um, we've uh, done a lot of recording, and of course you mentioned there we do a we do thanks to Mr. Zoom we do a show every week, and uh, this week coming up to Christmas will be our thirty fourth show. It goes out at two in the afternoon in uh, Eastern Standard, Standard Time, but it also uh, can be watched uh, over the next day. You, can, you know, we've had anything up to 30,000 people watch it every week, and uh, which is wonderful to keep in touch with all our friends and love Irish music and song out throughout the world. Well, you know, if you go to facebook.com slash stephanie.abrams.94, you'll find that I captured the live Facebook thing you were doing, and it's on my site too. So those of you who are my Facebook friends, you can find the most recent, and if you go scrolling down and down, you'll find some of the others, um, videos of Derek Warfield and the Young Wolf Tones performing. So, um, you know, you can kind of catch up there, catch the spirit and move forward. I have to talk to you about so many things, but I've got a couple of things on my mind at the, at the outset. And one of them is, um, you live in Kildare. When you bought your current vehicle, what county did you buy it in? Um... When I, I, I bought my current, sorry, I missed that the, question. The, the car that you have now to drive around in, what county Where did, did, I, did you buy it in? Oh, I bought it. I, I bought it in Dublin. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I drive. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, bought it in Dublin, yes. Okay, so that would mean because of the way Irish license plates work, that the car would have been delivered to you when you bought it with a license plate 
that after the numbers designating how old the car is, which is something I recommend to car manufacturers in the United States, you want to sell more cars in this environment of the U.S. where everybody wants to be better than their neighbor economically, put the year on the license plate. You drive around Ireland, you know what year. You see, if the, if the license plate starts 02, that's a 2002 car. If it starts uh, 19, it's uh, a 2019 car. And now, uh, for the last few years, since 2013, there's a number in front. A 1, if you bought it in the first half of the year. A 2, if you bought it in the second half of the year. So if your car says 219, you bought it between July and December 2019. And the next item is either one or two letters designating what county that car was originally registered in. So you live in Kildare, which is what, a K? And then, but you uh, bought... K-E. Right, K-E. K-E. Can I stop you there? Kildare is K-E. Okay. And Dublin... The the whole system is that uh, back in the 60s, we had numbers on our plates in the 70s that didn't, the only people that knew what they meant were uh, the people that uh, gave the numbers out. And really, they didn't, uh, they, they would explain where they were from. But the only people that knew that were the people that issued them. So the, this system uh, actually came from uh, the continent, I think from France. I think France were the first people to introduce this. And, uh, and uh, certainly in, in Europe, they introduced the force. But it does make sense, and it gives uh, everybody a clear vision of who all the car is when it's been passed on to another person. And uh, it makes sense. Sometimes uh, bureaucracy uh, puts things together that they, public, they don't want the public to know what they're doing. So yeah, no kidding. I have always believed. I've always believed that the old numbers were we keep all our information to ourselves and we won't let the general public know. But now everybody knows in Ireland the time of the car, the month of the car, and the county it's from. Hang on. Stephanie Abrams will be right back with more. Thanks for listening coast to coast to travel with Stephanie Abrams. show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. 
Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstad, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me live from his farm in County Kildare, Ireland, is the incredibly, extraordinarily talented Derek Warfield, leader of the group Derek Warfield and the Young Wolf Tones. And you can find their website at sabrams.net in our show notes uh, and in the podcast show notes at any Go to your favorite podcaster or go to sabrams.net into the podcast and you can click. It'll take you right through to podcasts going back for about forever. Um, Derek, um, I was questioning about your car, not because you got papal dispensation to be able to drive to a variety of places because of your special business needs, in Ireland, but the average person in Ireland is restricted right now uh, to driving only five kilometers from their home. And the way the police, the Garda, are able to pick people up and pull them over to ticket them and lecture them on finding out what they're doing and why they're doing it, is if you happen to be living in Galway and your license plate has a G on it for Galway, and you're on the Dublin-Galway Road on your way to Dublin, somewhere along the way, a good friend of mine just recently was stopped three times en route because she's got G-plates and she was going to Dublin to pick her daughter up from school. Of course, each of the police officers, you know, listened to her story and let her go on her way, and then, you know, 20 minutes later, she was stopped again. So I was wondering yeah. if, you know, are, are people, you know, really being vigilant about staying close to home in Ireland right now? Well, the restrictions have been, uh, those restrictions have been lifted for around the Christmas time. Uh, they were lifted there uh, last week. Uh, and uh, but the reason they were in place is because um, when people travel, um, that's okay. If, it, if your walk doesn't involve interaction with people or socializing, um, and people are responsible uh, for their own actions, it limits the contact with other people. So, um, unfortunately, the way it is, that some people are irresponsible. And so those restrictions have to be brought in to uh, protect the people, if you like, that were responsible. So, uh, in other words, the, uh, we all pay for the people that don't care. So right. the, the, the simple reason uh, that they were brought in and they were effective because um, it did bring the numbers down uh, so the hospitals could cope 
with the with the uh, with with all of the, the in, infections yeah. and the and the cases. So um, really, our, our health system for many months determined uh, the level of restrictions that were in place across the country, and you know it was all to 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 not overload the the system in the country uh, and to be able to, to be able to cape cater for the amount of infection. So it, 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 during the summer, it, um, it, it was pretty um, okay. I mean, that's we when we went trouble. home. We, no gigs. Right. That's Sorry? why. That's why we left. We flew home July twenty because it was at an all time low, and we were advised yeah. by every one of our Irish friends get out now and <laughs> do whatever you have to do. And that's why we flew to Boston from Dublin and not to Hartford, Connecticut, where our car was. We flew out of Hartford, left our car in Hartford, Connecticut, flew back into Boston, had to rent a car to drive to Hartford to get our car. But if we had stayed yeah. in in uh, Ireland longer, we wouldn't have been able to get home, you know, unless we flew into Boston. Because Aer Lingus is the only airline flying from Ir- to and from Ireland, and they're only flying to three places, JFK, Boston, and Chicago. Lucky for us, it That's wasn't right, JFK, yeah. Chicago, and Los Angeles, or we would have had to drive either to Chicago or JFK to get a, 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 from there to get our car and get home. So it wasn't tragic, but it was a bit of a nuisance. But we flew in July because we were advised things are going to get worse in the fall. You're going to get out. You've got to move now. So that's when we went. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the, the um, it, it, all of the COVID has... Um, Opened up new possibilities. I mean, uh, I've talked to two of my two of my uh, daughters are, are are married to young men that are in the tech industry, and they used to have to go and spend an hour in their cars to go to the uh, into Dublin, and they uh, they were not working from home. So it's going to open a new uh, a, a new vista of um, people working from home. Uh, because I can't see many of those people that work in the tech industry going back to um, to office space because they can do so much uh, and without any limitations on how how they uh, how effective the work is, they can do it in, from uh, from their home, from the house, uh, and that's. We're going to take a quick break and come back, and Derek's going to sing for us before the show is over. Stephanie Abrams, don't go away. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture, a UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. 
Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me live from County Kildare, Ireland is the extraordinary amazingly talented Derek Warfield, who is not only musically talented, um, an academic scholar in all things related to Irish music and uh, Irish history and um, music of, of Ireland that has an influence in American music and American history. In fact, I've learned so much about American history, a subject I have always been very interested in and studied uh, academically as well, but I've learned so many things about Irish history and American history from my very good friend Derek Warfield, who is also a very clever man because he's smart enough to surround himself with the most amazing and talented musicians. So the sound that Derek Warfield and the Young Wolf Tones puts out, wow. You can't be in low spirits after you've listened to him and the group. Just not possible. You might feel miserable when you start out, but you can't end miserable. You can only end uplifted and walking on your own personal cloud. So if you can use a little uplifting, go find um, the youngwolftones.com. And wolf, by the way, is W-O-L-F-E. You know, Derek, I told you this before, but maybe some of my listeners weren't with us yet. We have so many, thankfully, new stations that have joined our family of radio stations and so many new listeners on podcasts and archived audio at sabrams.net, sabrams.net. But um, I used to think that the Wolf Tones, the group you originally founded, was named Wolf because you guys all had big fuzzy beards and looked like wolves, and Tone, because 
um, you make sounds that are tones of music. It was years until I fell across the man, Wolf Tone, who was a person, an activist, <laughs> in the rights of the Irish. <laughs> and yeah, learned that we, the group was named for a person. Maybe you want to tell us a little yeah, bit about well, that. Well, we, we the, the band, uh, the, both bands that I founded were called after Theobald Wolf Tone, who was an 18th century uh a revolutionary who it was inspired by the the change in uh, in people's lives during the late 18th century uh, and he was inspired uh, uh, mostly by the achievements of of George Washington and the success of the American Revolution uh, against uh, against uh, Britain uh, and to understand that you have to remember that we were the only two countries and that were ruled by one. So um, what George Washington did uh, and the American Revolution did was to inspire Irish people who were mostly professionals and mostly, indeed, uh, people that were highly educated uh, to emulate the success and achievement of Washington. So it was... Um, it, it, Wolf Tone was probably the father of... Uh, to bring a model American Republic to Ireland back in the 18th century and where washington was successful i think ireland's proximity to the the power and the 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 rule and and the this is the savage response that was from uh, london uh, to any country that dared to uh, to challenge their their colonial rule at that time um led to uh, washington being successful but uh, and uh, Wolfstone, sadly, uh, he failed. And But he came uh, very close and was given a great amount of assistance uh, from uh, America. Um, I mean, the, the, most, uh, the most supportive of all American presidents to uh, Wolfstone was uh, President Monroe. And uh, he was a future president, and he, he determined uh, that... Um, that it was in America's interest uh, to to help um, Ireland and to help um, Theobald Wolfton. So, um, growing up as I did in in uh, in Dublin in the 1960s, I read about a, a lot about this man, and I figured I'd love music, and I decided that um, we would call a band after him because of his inspiration. And of course, Wolfton itself, he played the tin whistle. He was he was very fond of music, and uh, he you know he the last night that he spent in Ireland before he went to America to get that support in 1795, he was entertained by one of the great Irish music collectors in Belfast, uh, a man called Edward Bunting, and uh, you know he, he was his life was surrounded by by by, by music. And of course, the musical heritage of Ireland and the culture and traditions went along and goes along with the liberty of a people to cherish, enhance, and foster that uh, heritage. And he he could he had he the man he was a man that had a tremendous vision uh, for Irish people. And I always um, I always am mindful of his last night in Belfast, where he. Um, he was uh, entertained by a, a group of about 20 musicians, including many uh, people that played the harp on this journey to America. Um, and uh, that's another story. <laughs> well, you know, um, one of the things, of course, I've learned from you related to, because, you know, unless you're a, um, a student of Irish histories or Irish studies, or even if you're a student of British history and British studies, you're not going to get the Irish story. I have friends who grew up during the troubles of the 60s, the late 60s, the 70s, the 80s, that, that are Irish Catholic people who went to school in Northern Ireland because they lived in Derry. And they learned everything there was to know about British history. They didn't learn a lick about Irish history, never addressed whatsoever. But um, no, they, that's 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 a very sad fact. Like you know, the um, even uh, together with um, 
like the associations, political associations with Wolf Tone in America and with all of the uh, the folks that he met in Philadelphia back in 1795, there's very little written about that. Uh, there's very little written about the fact that like Ben uh, Benjamin Franklin came to Ireland uh, on two occasions to to look into the state of the country and to meet uh, the uh, what would be considered then the patriotic aristocracy, uh, the people that that were that were followed Wolf Tone. Many of them were were very wealthy people that knew there had to be a better way to uh, in, include the mass of the Irish people. Uh, Catholics who were uh, uh, disenfranchised, they had no say in government, and uh, there were there were many men and many uh, that lost whole estates because of their belief uh, in a better way uh, to to share the wealth of a nation. Uh, I, I so want to point out. A, I'm sorry. Finish what you're saying. I I jumped in too fast. I thought you were finished. So finish what you were saying, Derek. Yeah, well, just uh, the the um, it, a lot of people don't know that history, um, and it's important in the history of Ireland and America that the the late eighteenth century, um, even if you look at the American Revolution, you will find that the the amount of uh, Irish people that were were determined uh, that the the rule that they had suffered in Ireland and the oppression under English rule, that wouldn't follow them to America. So they were probably the most determined patriot, patriots in the field and the most supportive of George Washington and all uh, the, those men uh, that uh, aspired to bring the liberty that you have today to the country. So it's a, it's a powerful story uh, in terms of Ireland and American revel, uh, relationship. That There's no other country in Europe that have that. Uh, relationship and uh, of course when uh, England attacked America then uh, back in 1812 it was uh, it was Irish who once again rallied uh, to the cause to defend uh, and and the determination that the the the, uh, uh, the the rule from London wouldn't come back into America two Irishmen uh, McDonough in Lake Champlain and Andrew Jackson in um, New Orleans uh, defeated the American, uh, the English attempt to uh, partition America. That's what they were about to do, and um, it failed. And the Irish played a vital role in that uh, English invasion and uh, its failure. Um, you know, so, do, right, do you know one of the reasons? Ahead. Years ago, we stopped taking calls from listeners. We used to do some call-in sessions and. And what I found was far too often the people who called in were calling in to complain. And they were calling in to complain because they got on a plane to go one place and their luggage decided they were bored with them and went somewhere else. And it took days until their luggage caught up with them. Or they were stranded at an airport 11 o'clock at night because their connection, connecting flight couldn't continue onward because it was foggy out and the restaurants and bars were closed and they were reduced to eating popcorn and um, sodas from the vending machine at 11 o'clock at night because, you know, that's all that was... And I really have no patience for that because I feel like unless you are reduced to wishing, hoping, and praying, sitting in a hospital emergency room... You know, where you're, whatever in your life is completely out of your control, what could be wrong? Deal with it and move on. And when you mentioned Benjamin Franklin in the late 1700s, he would have had to have gone by ship. There was no other choice. And the ship that he would have taken to go and visit Ireland and see what's real and what, what's, what it's really all about, what the people are experiencing. Well, he would have gone on a ship where... There was no casino and there was no dining room and there was no, as we know it on a ship, uh, there, there was no, um, there were no stabilizers that made sure that the ship, you only felt forward movement. You didn't feel the ship going forward and rocking left and right at the same time. Um, you know, these were really in the world of transportation by ship. Um, primitive times compared to what a ship is today. And it was always wonderful to think about somebody getting on a ship and taking 
weeks to cross an ocean and dealing with all the circumstances that a ship would have been in the 1700s or 1800s. Well, can I stop you there? Uh, um, this, let me say to you about Benjamin Franklin. Like When he came to Ireland, uh, he stayed uh, in, in Dublin for around two months. And um, that's a long time uh, to be in the, uh, the, the city. But he also was very influential because uh, at that time, uh, the, the printed word uh, was being circulated and ideas and comment, uh, comments about the future were being written and circulated in a matter of weeks. In um, previous generations, it would have taken years for these ideas to circulate. And of course, Franklin was at the very heart of um, giving information and education to all. Uh, and he was an extraordinary man. Uh, and I, I've read practically anything that has been written about him, particularly all of the things I've collected that are not in popular print about his care and his uh, concern for Irish people. And the one thing that I've, I've, I've read uh, that I've, uh, of Franklin, it, one of his last journeys was to go to Canada, uh, to Quebec. And he, he went there, I mean, he was close uh, not in his 80s. And for a man to attempt a journey like that from Philadelphia up to Quebec. Yeah, that was uh, an undertaking. Age. We got to take a quick commercial break. We're going to come right back. I'm, I'm going to ask you about the glass harmonica that he invented. We'll be right back. Don't leave me. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. 
movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. I have a great appreciation for the psyche of the Irish who should be miserable, horrible people with no sense of humor whatsoever, who never smile and uh, who are just ready to give up having suffered hardships and oppressions that no group of people should have to live through, not just for centuries, but for millennia. And um, in spite of, or maybe because of all of that, the Irish, like cream, has risen to the top. And that's why I love to go to Ireland, because it's such an inspirational and uplifting re- battery recharging experience for me. It's why I have so many Irish people on the air with me. When we, we have a, we're just finishing up this hour with Derek Warfield, who founded the Wolf Tones, and then at the beginning of this century, now almost 20 years ago, uh, the Young Wolf Tones. And... Derek, when we spent five months in lockdown in Ireland, because um, you mentioned mid-March, on March 15th, we were informed our March 18th flight was not going to take us home from our three-week trip. We'd come over in February. And we were in Ireland five months, five months I'd never give back for any reason in the world. It was an exhilarating, wonderful, probably the happiest time of my life. And I think I'll start to cry just thinking about that I had to leave. But in Carrickfergus, in County Down, where there is this unbelievably gorgeous restored castle that you must visit, there is in the town itself, in more or less a residential area, a pub. And on the side of the building, it's on a corner, on the side of the building, there is this gorgeous mural. And aside from a thousand things to look at in the mural, there is a, a, a four-line poem, and it goes like this. I'll wear no convict's uniform, nor meekly serve my time, that Britain might brand Ireland 800 years of crime. 
And, you know, this is Northern Ireland where this is painted on the wall in Carrickfergus in County Down. There, there, are, there is music that keeps the sentiment of Ireland being one nation and Irish pride and Irish perseverance and Irish optimism and Irish humor that ties it all together. And I wonder, exactly. if, I wonder if you take us out of this segment uh, singing us something that fits in. Well, uh, you know, I have to say to you that um, uh, Carrick Fergus actually is in County Antrim. Oh, it's Antrim. And, uh, Why did I say down? You're right, of course. I mean, yes, we lived, yes. we lived and, 15 uh, minutes up the A2 I, from I don't there. want one of your listeners to pull you off. But, I mean, it's easy to make a mistake like that. And don't no, worry about but, it. you know, it's funny because the reason that down was in my head... The day we stopped to take the picture, we passed this place a hundred times. We lived 15 minutes up the A2 in County Antrim. And we would pass this building daily when we would go to pass through Carrickfergus. But the day that we took the picture, we were on our way back from County Down, having had lunch in our car with Tim Campbell, the director of the St. Patrick's Center in County Down, in his car, talking on our phones with our cars parked nose to nose so we looked at each other through the windshields talked on our cell phones on speaker and had lunch together we would call them parallel picnics <laughs> so we were on our yeah, way back the, from county down that's a beautiful center and that's in county down that's the, yeah, absolutely Patrick center well that's we got really good. oh it's fabulous yeah. we've got a minute and a half can you sing us out on one na- a nation once again well let me say to you that um coming up on the 22nd of of December was the date that uh, the London politicians uh, partitioned Ireland back in 1920. And uh, it was a decision made by any colonial power to separate a country that had been uh, the most clearly defined nation in Europe for over 6,000 years. And if I have any note to go out on, I would sing uh, Thomas Davis's great ballad, A Nation Once Again, that he wrote back in the 1840s. Go for it. When my hood's fire was in my blood, I dreamt of ancient free men of Greece and Rome who bravely stood, 300 men and three men. And there I prayed I yet might see our fetters of rent in twain, and Ireland long a province be a nation once again, a nation once again, a nation once again, and Ireland long a province be a nation once again. This is Stephanie Abrams and we're flying high.